Welcome in, welcome in to RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. Shout out to Taraji P. Henson. Better have her money. We're going to get into that plus a whole lot more. This is the show, of course, where we hit all the trending topics across entertainment, sports, lifestyle, and culture. I am your host, Jill Monroe. So I want you to get comfortable, get relaxed, because as we do every night, we have a great deal to get into this evening. Um, I hope you're feeling festive. If you are checking us out on YouTube because you want the visual experience to go along with this audio experience, you will see I'm in full Christmas attire. Look like a Christmas tree. It's cute. It's a theme, right? At any rate, we are going to get into these trending topics and headlines for the night. Um, If at any point you want to join in the conversation, make sure you hit us up. 800-920-1580. 800-920-1580. Hit us up on social media. KBLA 1580. I, of course, am at Stiletto Jill everywhere. Hit me up. Say hello. Now, on to the topics. Tonight, we're going to get into Taraji P. Henson. If you've seen several clips circulating on social media, Taraji is talking about something that she's been talking about, actually, for years now. The pay disparity for black women in Hollywood and the struggles that she has to ha- that she has had to endure even as an academy award nominated actress. So we're going to get into her comments and comments of the past this topic what we think we can do to help as the audience. We're going to talk a little bit about that. We're also going to talk about Byron Allen. He has resubmitted his bid for BET. He's up the dollar amount. And with an announcement coming that Paramount and Warner Brothers Discovery are talking about a merger, is the best option at this point for BET to roll out with Byron Allen. We're going to get into that. We're also going to talk Keefe D. He says his confession regarding Tupac was just entertainment. It was just for his book that it shouldn't be taken seriously. So we're going to get into his statement. Of course, we have a whole lot more for you in the third hour. We have an interview with Dr. Simone Whitmore from Married to Medicine. So we're going to get into that a little bit. Are you guys fans? I know that there's been, we talked about Dr. Jackie, of course, last night. We know that Phaedra is now on the show. We had an interview with Phaedra a few weeks back. So, you know, we're just continuing on that theme. Of course, before we get into those topics, we have a couple of conversation starters for you. Things that we can't fully get into, but you need to be aware of. So it's not Thursday, but we can say way back Wednesday. I have a flashback for you. Today on December 20th, 1981, Dream Girls, the original Broadway play, opened. It starred Jennifer Holliday, Cheryl Lee Ralph, Loretta Devine, Ben Harney, Clavon Derricks, Vondi Curtis Hall, and Oboe Bambatude. And we know that it was remade in, I think that was 2005, 2006, with Beyonce and Jennifer Hudson and Eddie Murphy. Eddie was robbed, by the way. He should have gotten an Academy Award for his performance in Dreamgirls. That's just a side. At any rate, happy anniversary to that. Also, 
It continues on. Another artist is going to be opening a Las Vegas residency. T-Pain has just announced that he will be having a residency in Las Vegas. Now, I believe it's just for Super Bowl weekend, but Super Bowl in Vegas, I don't know if you guys remember back in, I think it was 2007, it was 2007, yes, when NBA All-Star was in Vegas, and that was a whole thing. It was a different thing, and that kind of sort of opened up the path to where we are now with all of the different sports franchises there. And, of course, you know, Vegas has been convention haven for a very long time, but it's taken on a new level with professional sports and live entertainment in the recent years. So T-Pain will be throwing his um, hat into the ring. He announced his full speed toward 2024, and you can catch his show at Zook Nightclub. So first show, February 8th, Super Bowl weekend. It's going to be lit. Right. When we come forward, we're going to get into these trending topics and headlines. You know, it's Wednesday. Our keep it real friend, Trent, the artist is in the building. So we're going to talk to him. Plus a whole lot more. You are locked in to RSVP with Jill Monroe on KBLA Talk 1580. You are locked in to RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. And of course, it's Wednesday. So I am not alone. I am joined by our Keep It Real friend, Trent Jackson, Trent the Artist, in the building. Happy holidays to you. Happy holidays. I, too, am festive. I know. We're having our own <laughs> sort of ugly Christmas party. Christ- yeah, Christmas party. Mm-hmm. Ugly Christmas sweater. Our Christmas outfit party. Yeah. We're in the spirit. We've got candy and everything. I know. We need candy canes, though. That's mm, really I don't need any candy canes. You don't? Mm-mm. I like the, um, the sweetheart-flavored <laughs> ones. The cherry ones. Now, those are those are my favorite. Those, those are amazing. So what I'll do is I'll hit up a local store like a CVS or something and get them on clearance because okay. I don't have a Christmas tree. I, I have a small one this year. I haven't. Um, this is the second year in a row. Yeah. I haven't put up a tree. Usually I'm very decorative. Some years I yes. have two trees and then a little other trees in certain areas but yeah this year we just went kind of small yeah i understand still in the spirit though. yeah totally so you know listen there what's are... going on in the world <laughs> i haven't watched any news i've been so busy <laughs> sun up to sundown i've been working so okay well, i don't that's know how you anything that's going on right now okay well we enjoy that right so are you gonna head out to vegas for any of these residencies it's T-Pain. Definitely not it's T-Pain. Jodeci, Wu-Tang, New Edition. New Edition sold out in seven hours. Now, that Jodeci, I might be interested in to hear them howl into the moon for hours on end. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm for that because they were popping at a time where I couldn't really go to a Jodeci concert. Oh, I went to some Jodeci concerts. Yeah, Linda was not allowing me at a Jodeci concert oh, in 91. Baby, I was at <laughs> not several at eight years old. Jodeci concerts. You know, I was at eight years at What concerts I was at as, a, at? as, a, as a youth? Definitely Janet Jackson, definitely New Edition, but every summer my mother forced me to go. Back then it was the Playboy Jazz Festival okay. and the JVC Jazz Festival. So I spent lots of some time in the summer at the Hollywood Bowl, which is probably why I still go as an adult to this day. But the um, Playboy Jazz Festival was a thing. It was like yes. a hot ticket. That was that was it when was it was very it. classy. Yes, you know. Your upper the ice chest there. and all that, and mm-hmm. it was yeah. Had good time. That's when they still had wine coolers and stuff. Yes, people would have their Bartles and James and whatnot. 
That's what those were called, right? Yes, totally. Um, <laughs> l- l- my, my mother has a great story about me drinking a wine cooler at two. Would, would, at two years old? <laughs> I was sleeping in the crib. She got in the shower thinking she could make a mad dash to like, you know, shower while I was asleep. Me being me, at two, I got out of the crib, walked to the refrigerator, explored to see what I can get. And the wine cooler was appealing to me because I was, you know, sure it was probably on the lower shelf. And um, she said she got out of the shower. She went to the crib to check on me. And she was mortified because I was gone. And she walked to the kitchen. And I was passed out on the floor. <laughs> no way. 1982. I'm, 1984. I'm sorry. A mess. No yep. way. Child in We're going to get her all these years later. <laughs> So, anyway, so listen, obviously, we're about to start another week of travel for a lot of people, right? Yes. So TSA last month screened nearly 30 million passengers during the 12-day Thanksgiving holiday period, right? It broke the record for most passengers in a single day on November 26th. And on that, that day, they screened more than almost 3 million people, right? So we expect it to be that busy this weekend and over the next week that totally deters me from getting on the plane this weekend because i was literally gonna travel on sunday night or monday afternoon well should you do so here's a couple of tips to make it easier for you mortified already because i hate chicago airports starting to think about it so pack smart get there always I, I, i mastered that these are the tsa tips bring your acceptable id if you got clear. Yes, I definitely pre-check, do. All, all that. of that. Yep. You know. uh-huh. I don't do lines. <laughs> um, so if you have gifts, make sure they are unwrapped. Nope. I am the gift. Because they will be inspected. So know that. Um, you know, find out if the airport you're going to or the terminal you're going to be in has new screening technology. They don't. It's an old airport. It's an old airport. Mm-hmm. You know, you already checked. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just there. <laughs> <laughs> you can text or direct message, ask TSA if you have questions. I'm not doing that. I don't you want, want them information, in my phone. You know, you can call ahead to schedule passenger support if that's something you Definitely not waiting require. on the phone. And, you know, listen... Make it a great one. Leave early. Be prepared. It's going to be drama. And get clear because who does lines? And we're definitely not calling TSA to wait on the phone for anything. We've mm-hmm. got to call United and wait on their customer service line too. Clear is the move. It is. So Kanye West is selling his Malibu home that is still in various stages of construction. He gutted it. It's the one that he's being sued at. By, sued by his former project manager, who was overseeing the remodel. Is this the whole concrete thing with the no windows? Correct. <laughs> and he ripped out all of the plumbing and the electrical and, you know, the HVAC. Just basically tore everything out from the inside of the house. So it's kind of just a structure. But he is putting it on the market for $53 million. And somebody's going to buy it somebody's gonna buy it i mean it's in malibu so i'm sure it's prime location it's a lot of space right a lot of place to set it up empty structure i want to know what the what the what the purpose behind all of that was i mean i think he gets intrigued and he wants to create art and 
you know, he's into architecture, whatever his whims are, he goes and kind of dives into it and tries to transform and, you know, I guess he's just being creative. What you think? You know, Kanye West, I'm sorry, I'm, I want to get this quote right. Um, he is superior to Taylor Swift and Beyonce. So that's all that matters. That's all that matters. <laughs> and this in this conversation on this show. Well, listen. Always. Don't forget. Speaking of 53 million, right? Oh, oh, tell me more. Well, it's not really that number. I'm just saying millions, big bags, right? Taraji P. Henson, you know, she's doing a lot of press for the Color Purple musical. Drops on Christmas Day. What's the look? Um, Go ahead, because I just start connecting dots in my head just about stuff okay so (laughs) candy's laughing um well she recently a few clips from one from her interview with gail king another clip from an interview that she did on a panel with believe it was variety the interviewer's name is angelique shout out to her see her a lot on red carpets so she talked about the pay disparity and wanting to leave the industry because she felt that she worked so hard, worked for a lot of things at the height of empire. She didn't have, you know, brand deals, other things that other stars of equal nature on shows have had that she still had to fight to prove her worth as far as pay and other benefits that come along with that. She said even she almost passed on the role as Shug in the Color Purple musical, I'm assuming because the coin did not match the role. And so... I feel like you're baiting me to talk. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm I'm, setting up a clip in the scenario. Okay, okay. And I mean, obviously, like I said, she talked about this, I think, in 2015, 2016. We have seen actress Viola Davis has spoken out about this. We have seen actresses in the past discuss it from Eartha Kitt. And some of the things that she's battled. And I keep hearing Monique's name ring in my head. Because, a lot of people bring up Monique. Yes, but only because this, all I keep thinking about is Precious and what ha- was said about. And I'm like, why is there's always some type of payroll discrepancy or disparage something well, I think, with, with Oprah in these films? Well, like, no, 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 no. Like, no. That's, that's, I think that's a different thing. Okay. Right? I'm just trying to make sure. That's no, what no, I was no, like, no. what is going it's, on no, here? there's no connection. Okay. I mean, two different things with Monique and that, and that was a Lee Daniels production, but Monique's thing was she wanted to be paid additionally for social media. And at that time, that was considered... And still is now, but there are more rules written in, probably based upon this and what happened with Kevin Hart. Don't know if you guys remember a few years back when there were some emails leaked from Sony Mm -hmm. and conversations about this where Kevin was charging them for his social media time. And in some ways it made sense, but he was in a position to do so. Yes. But now they have included those duties as part of the press runs. Yeah, probably because the of, of these things. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, you know, th- sort of different than it was with this in whatever the budget was. And what one would think an Academy Award nominated former lead of a TV show maybe should be offered, maybe there was some difference. She didn't get into specifics. So I, you know, we can't really speculate on. But the fact that you're exactly. even considering this 
for this role and you even mentioning it's like it's like all right what's what's really happening even after all these conversations you would especially with you know black executives or somewhere in the mix of 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 the production you would think that there's a little bit more you know i don't know fight for the cast especially if they're predominantly black and so these issues won't happen it's particularly when the older executives that are more experienced have been through this already. Like, why would you want the cycle to keep persisting and then have situations where actresses bring it up and you're just kind of like, Ooh, don't talk about that right now. We're impressed, you know, and then we have bigger issues. So what's happening? I mean, you know, it's, it's an interesting conversation. One that we continue to run up against where, we see that black women and their stories are marginalized. Oh, well, this is niche. Oh, well, it won't play well here. Oh, you know, all of these different excuses. And then time and time again, we see projects and film, TV shows, various things that take off and change the culture. And it's always looked at as, oh, well, that was a fluke. It was a one-trick pony. It was, you know... It's not going to happen again, it's so don't get used to it. Again, you know? <laughs> yeah. And we see it time and time again in different forms and fashion. Like, you can think about the sexy red. She was just named number one as far as Rolling Stone for, um, I think, Song of the Year. That is wild. It's wild, but here's the thing. Here is, for all intents and purposes, a regular black woman, right? A regular black young woman yep. living her life. And somehow, typical of the times, she drops something that catches a hold, and <laughs> here we are. Listen, but let's listen to Taraji's comments, and then we'll get into more of what you're saying and some of what the feedback has been from other artists, and we'll talk about some of the people that have spoken out in the past and what they had to say. Hmm. Are you thinking about it? Um. Mm. I'm just tired of working so hard, being gracious at what I do, getting paid a fraction of the cost. Mm -hmm. I'm tired of hearing my sisters say the same thing over and over. Mm -hmm. um, you get tired. Mm -hmm. I hear people go, you work a lot. Yeah. Well, have to. Mm -hmm. The math ain't mathing. Mm -hmm. And when you start working a lot, you know, you have a team. Mm -hmm. Big bills come with what we do. Yes. We don't do this alone. The no. fact that we're up is a whole entire team behind yes, us. Yes. They have to get paid. So when you hear someone saying, oh, such and such made $10 million. No, that's not that. That didn't make it to their account. Mm -hmm. Know that off the top, mm -hmm. Uncle Sam is getting 50%. That's right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So do the math. Mm -hmm. Now we have $5 million. Your team is getting 30% or whatever your team is getting, off of what you gross, not more. after what Uncle Sam took. Now do the math. Mm. So I just, I'm, I'm, a, I'm only human and, and mm -hmm. it seems every time I do something and I break another glass ceiling, when it's time to renegotiate, I'm at the bottom again mm -hmm. like I never mm -hmm. did what I just did mm -hmm. and I'm just tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. I get that. I get that. It wears on you, you know, because mm. what does that mean? Mm. What is that telling me? What is it telling me? Yeah. 
And what does it tell me? Mm. Yeah. You know? And if I can't fight for them coming up behind me, then what the f am I doing? I'm sorry. Mm. Yeah. So listen, um, you know, I see part of the problem with this is a lot of people feel like these are champagne problems. You know? That I don't think that at all. I, I, when I heard that, I empathize with her. I empathize with her. I think one hundred percent. I think she speaks for not even people in the in, or what, she speaks for all black people. All black people are tired, no matter what level on the or the comedy scale you on. So, I felt that from the the depths of my soul, just just going with my corporate experiences. You know, that applies to all of us. But here we are in the chat. For example, Terry Terry says Google said that Taraji's net worth is twenty five million. Okay. She just explained to you. It's never that much money. It's never that much. That's not what's in the bank. And then a lot of the times they just, they get side. A lot of celebrities get sidelined with their deals getting exposed. Oh, 30 million. They never agree to those things. They just release that kind of information just for fanfare sometimes or whatever. Well. And it's not that. We're, we're, we're going to move on from that. That's a pause. Even if it is that yeah. they get taxed at a higher rate. Like she said, they have publicists, lawyers, stylists, all of that. It costs a lot to look good. People will clown you if you come out and your wig is askew. Your face isn't beat. You don't have designer down. They, you know, we aren't going to accept someone that doesn't look like a star. Right. Because if they look like us, at least in the latter stages, then... We don't want to relate to that, but we like it when they're on the climb. It's a weird thing. It's right? very weird. It happens. Listen, when we come forward, we're going to get into Gentle Killer in the YouTube chat. He says Taraji P. Henson would be more mentally stable if she had a husband. But in Hollywood, dot, 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 dot. Oh, I got a mouthful for you, but I want you to explain further as Urban Spencer. Urban Sister is coming out of yeah. We want to know what you mean. <laughs> All of that and more on the other side. You're locked into RSVP with Jill Monroe on KBLA Talk 1580. News and Sports is up next. All the time with all the shine. You know, we had to let Nas ride a little bit. This reminds me of high school. Somebody owed you something. No, it came out in high school. My senior no, no, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. But somebody did owe me something. Like, this was my joint. Yeah, I was in the club mm -hmm. doing it big. Mm -hmm. Ow, ow. You were locked in to RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. So. We're getting into this Wait, Andy has something to say. I gotta ask you a question about uh, your club activities, Jill. Okay. So you obviously danced in the club. You danced with, with men. Uh, it depends on the time period. You know, that kind of started fading out. Well, when you was dancing with men mm -hmm. at the club, mm -hmm. how did you like a man to approach you for a dance? What do you mean? <laughs> Walk up on her and just start dancing. That's, yeah, that's, no, what, that's what I'm no, saying. Like, how no. would you like a man to approach you for mm -mm, a dance? Don't just walk up on me and, like, start <laughs> slanging things around. Slanging? What you mean? <laughs> I mean, you know, some guys have different dance moves. They might get real pelvic thrust with it. I'm short. I don't oh, need your Bobby pelvic Brown. area on my upper forearm or stuff like that because you, like, trying to pop it. I'm short. Right. So you moving around. Anything could happen. I don't don't just come up and grab me. I don't know you like that, sir. You're going to have to give me a bit of distance. You know, guys always think, oh, we dance. And that means I can touch him. No, you're a stranger. You are a stranger. Let us let us evolve to that. You can't just rush into some things like that. Not with me, at least. Right. I'm not saying, you know, 
I don't know. You can't rush into that because men are in violation, right? They play games all day. No disrespect. Some of y'all probably mean nothing but a simple dance move. Some of y'all are, you know, back in the day, out of pocket, right? You in the club. Sometimes back in the it's day, alcohol. it's still out of pocket. I know, but I can't speak on what happens in there now because I have no clue. Still out of pocket, more out of so, pocket. more so than ever. Okay, okay, I'm just saying. So mm-hmm. yeah, just like, hey, what's up? Like you could maybe get your little two step or your little move in front of me, not too flashy, because we're not gonna have a reenactment of breaking on the dance floor. At least not yet. We could work our way up to that, right? But we can't start with that. So I don't know. <laughs> what? No, nah, it's just funny. Just you know, when you talked about you at the club, it just. Reminded me of my club days and just, you know, how I used to. You Did know. you just walk up and start dancing on a girl? Well, you know, my whole thing was I would come from behind. And yep. then she was freaking. And, and he seems yeah. like one of the types. Hold yeah. on, hold on. I would, grab, I would come from behind. <laughs> wow. That grab, says a lot. Grab, grab her hip. You feel me? Uh-huh. And kind of two-step as I get close, right? Okay, quagmire. I'm not touching, though. I ain't touched her yet, though. Okay, I mean, my so hand, see. My hand touched her. But you're right? not putting body parts I'm on her. I'm not putting my body okay, part then. just see, yet. See, that's what I'm talking about. Just yet. And then, of course, you I... wait till they get the signal, right? I, I get that 180 look back for, like, five seconds. We make eye contact. I get the nod. All right, we get it cracking. Yeah, that works. That is acceptable for some. But you said the important thing. You did not put body parts on her until you got the nod. Oh, and the second, well, actually the first important thing for me would have been the eye contact. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, sometimes it's not cool. Yeah. And we don't want to see, you know, might have to warm up. Mm-hmm. Okay, listen, this YouTube chat, they... I'm staying out of that tonight. Are going it's, That's that Mercury Retrograde chat. So, Gentle Killer, am I saying it right or is it Gentile? I'm not sure. Gentile Killer. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that's appropriate name. Yeah, that's not appropriate, right? That's, that's what it looks like, but why no, wouldn't no, no, it be? No, 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 I, It's biblical, isn't it? I don't know. Is that appropriate? Okay. We'll just see. So his explanation as to why Taraji would be more mentally stable if she had a husband is you have that shoulder to cry on with your mate instead of crying out to the world. Never let them see you sweat. Urban Spencer says, I'm sure Taraji has a village and her husband doesn't automatically equate to an emotionally available ear to listen or shoulder to cry on. Hmm. Point. Um, Pretty Brown Mimi says, well, if we're going to go there, I don't need a man, but I do want a good man to share my life with. Gentile Killer says, that's just a basic humanity. You have a mate for support. And Urban Spinster says, the problem is, is that there's so many people who don't know what real partnership is. It's not just a warm body. Kendi joined the chat. He had to say, Taraji can't talk about community when you practice individuality. She hasn't said anything on behalf of Jonathan Majors, Kanye, or any of the black actors that have been put through the ringer. But she has spoken up for other black actresses. She has paved a way or made phone calls. So maybe she hasn't responded in ways that you 
would resonate with, but to say that she hasn't done anything for the community and for other actors or actresses is untrue. So we got to be fair with that. And also sometimes there's a lot of conversation that's happening behind the scenes that we aren't necessarily privy to. As a matter of fact, Robin Thede, who had her Black Lady sketch show on HBO, she mentioned how when she was a stand-in on All of Us, Taraji was a guest star on that show and how Taraji was so kind, so sweet, didn't just treat her as someone just there. And when she saw her years later on a red carpet and Robin had her show, she said Taraji was like, I'm thrilled for you. I support you. You know, so she very much does that. And sometimes people can't really in the industry, they can't publicly support you and say what they want to say on particular platforms. But that's why we're always kind of surprised at who forges a relationship with who because it's the individual connection and the behind the scenes that really holds people together. And you always don't know about those connections. Facts. Andy? Nope. Okay. So we have more chat because it's, it's bubbling, right? And um, Kendi continues. And if Taraji thinks she's so popular, then put your money where your mouth is. Go fund your own project and prove it. She won't because she knows she ain't hot like that. Ah, 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 youngster. So here's the thing. Taraji does have a production company where she has produced and directed projects, but you also need additional funding sometimes so that it can reach the masses so that people such as yourself understand that she has projects that are out there that she is producing and funding from her own production company. So check number two, she does that. Let's see what else we got here. Hillary Swank got paid 200 um $2,500 for her Oscar-winning role in Million Dollar Baby. She never complained. Taraji is, a, is not a star at all, and she's still getting work. Well, here's the thing about Hilary Swank. That was an independent film. Taraji is also taken less for independent films. She was nominated for an Academy Award for Benjamin Button, and I think Brad Pitt had to fight to get her more money. Her uh, The amount of money she got from the role, I can't remember, was something like $150,000. Something really on the low end. And if we want to go into numbers, this is from seven years ago. But the last, the most recent study I could find about the pay disparity between black and white actresses, this was about television in the comedy genre. Out of 33 actors, only five were women of color. Mind you, I said women of color, not just black. And the only black woman on the list was Tracy Ellis Ross. And at that time, she was making 80000 per episode on Blackish, while... Kaylee Kuko, Jim Parsons, and Johnny Galecki of Big Bang Theory were all making a million dollars per episode. I said, I was, I was getting ready to say 80000 an episode? Correct. That is such a low number for, it, for network TV. Correct. This was six years ago. That was ago, ABC, so right? Was, yes, this was in wow. 2017. So as far as network dramas go, Kerry Washington, Viola Davis, and Taraji were the only women that made the list. So of the two... I mean, of the three, Carrie and Viola were estimated to be making 250000 an episode, while Taraji for Empire was estimated to be making 175000 Lauren Graham and Alexis Bledel, who were on the Gilmore Girls, this is the Gilmore Girls reboot at that time, were making 750000 an episode, and Mark Harmon was making 525000 an episode on NCIS. So... We're not just talking about small amounts of money. And I know in the grand scheme of things, their salaries are much greater than the average person. But still, black women are paid 64 cents on the dollar for every dollar a white man earns. 
So, but even still, those numbers are very low numbers for network TV. And two fifty, might I add, is at the bottom of the scale. That should be minimum. Right. So Viola Davis and Carrie White were making minimum. They were being so underpaid as well. Eighty thousand dollars is like what? Are you are you kidding me? What Diana Ross's daughter? What? <laughs> right. Uh, what? I get Barry Gordy on the line right now for negotiations because <laughs> Listen, this has got to stop. Oh my goodness. So genteel killer also says producing a strong, cohesive family structure should be our main focus. How can we fight on a political level without the numbers? So he's talking about the family unit. Listen, <laughs> I understand where you're coming from, but at the same time, what would the family unit do? And she has a family unit. It may not be the nuclear structure, but she has a support system that are there for her. But in this particular area, her having a husband does not mean that she was going to be paid more. And for a lot of women in Hollywood, let's face it, the ones that have dated down. Taraji was engaged to a long time to an ex-NFL player that was a businessman. He ended up cheating on her. We know what happened with Sherry Shepard. We've talked about what's happened with Mary J. Blige. We've seen other female celebrities in the same position. So I'm not sure if that is exactly the answer to this particular it's problem. It's not the answer. I don't think you people know? in the industry should date at all. <laughs> well, you got to date. People like... Yeah, you, 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 don't, like you don't have to. <laughs> but it's not really a conducive place for a healthy relationship. If you if you really want, you just know that you got to either be very quiet about it or expect um, high levels of toxicity because it's one end of the spectrum. It can't be in the middle. You can't. It's it's very hard to do that. Andy. I know we talked about it yesterday. Um, Tubi is it's owned by black people. No, it's no. owned by Fox. Fox. Got it. It's owned by Fox. OK. Mm hmm. But, I mean, there are opportunities there, and people are putting projects there. I mean, that's the thing. Don't think that you aren't saying something, I, and this is no disrespect to anyone. You're not saying something eye-opening by saying, produce your own stuff. Do you honestly think these people with 20 years in the business have not thought of producing their own projects, have not attempted to produce their own projects? The support isn't there for them in the same way when they are independent as when they are with a major network or studio behind them. That's just the reality of the business. And I hate to say it, I just, I, I feel that we need to move towards not being dependent on these major platforms. I get it though, these major platforms, uh, you know, they, they give you the reach that you need in order to make money. But time after time after time, you hear stories about people getting robbed. And I just feel like, you know, in, in order to take real power back, we, we gotta go independent. It's gonna be a longer grind. It's, right. it's probably gonna, you know, it's gonna be more struggling days, but I just think you'll have more of a peace of mind. And when you eventually get to that point, you know, there's not going to be any money issues. So I, I feel you on that. I think there has to be a balance. I think there's a two-prong approach. Did you know, there are some benefits to both sides, and I think that we shouldn't cut ourselves off from either. So 
Pretty Brown Mimi says because it was because of the suggestion that Taraji should be speaking up for Jonathan Majors, etc. Pretty Brown Mimi says now black women got to speak up for Jonathan Majors. Why? Jonathan Majors and Kanye haven't dated black women in years, allegedly. But now we have to speak up for them. Gentile Killer says maybe Taraji P. Henson made some bad decisions regarding finances when she was young and now she's starting to see the consequences. But see, you're focusing on a smaller thing and it's bigger than that. It's not if she is making, because that, that's not the implication here, that she is not being smart with her finances. It is that she is not being paid what her worth. And even in the money that she is making, it takes a lot to maintain star power in Hollywood. You do not accept someone in, how many star black stars can we see going down the street and if their wig is not laid if they are not pulled together they're going to be clowned they're going to be talked about they're not going to be respected as much i love stuff like that i love seeing people just real and disheveled i mean but here's the thing it still costs to be a celebrity yeah, it, it still does. costs for the appearances and so forth so i don't know i'm not i don't know what she has done as far as her finances but I don't think that that is relevant to the particular issue that we're talking about. One more comment before we go to break. Ms. Taraji deserves more. Can we support her and others on various platforms and movies on our own channel? She has earned our respect and her check. That's from Thomas Outlaw. Listen, it's a challenge and we are continuing. We are right here on an independently black owned station. You know, it's a lot to it. You have to walk in the shoes as well as support these things. That's why when people ask you to hit that like, follow, subscribe button, do it. They're not just doing it because they want to look cool on social media. These are the things it takes to fund these independent projects that you want people to put out. People make fun of a lot of things about the quality or how things come together. It takes funds to do that, you know, and we have to be realistic about that. The entertainment that we're so used to getting at little to no cost still cost someone to put all of these things together. And we have to be honest about that. When we come forward, we'll have more on this topic, more trending topics and headlines. You were locked in to RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. You were locked in to RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. This topic is, you know, struck a nerve. With everybody. I know. Mm -hmm. It's a lot happening. That. Pretty brown music. You know what this is? Oh, oh I'm ahead. sorry. This is like... When Tyler Perry said <laughs> what he said about black women making more money and having to Get settle. Down. Yeah. Mm. Very similar. Pretty Brown Mimi says, black men, can y'all just support us black women? And Quantum Blackness 2.0 says, so Ados was right about everything. Explain your, your statement, Quantum Blackness. What were they right about? What did they say? Let's get deeper into it. So what are your final thoughts on this? Do you think that, I mean, again, this is something Lena Horne spoke out about things like this back in the day. I mentioned Eartha Kitt. These are not new conversations per se, right? So even when we bring up Monique, you know. You know what I say about all this? <clears throat> there is a song, um, sang by the legendary Layla Hathaway. And one of the lyrics says... Baby, baby, don't cry. Nope. No, I'm just playing. That's that's my favorite Layla song, but uh -huh. one of the songs, uh, lyrics says, the more you know, 
the more things stay the same. I think things change. I just think the wheels of justice turn slowly sometimes. Not in this case. If we've been talking about this for 70 years plus, and we know that black people don't get equal treatment across the board, it's just kind of one of those things that we know, and we kind of just, well, we got to get this money to get more money, and we got, it's the grind, the persistent grind that all black people have to go through, and it's the reason why we're so tired. I mean, that is facts. You, you said a word right there, but here's the thing. In saying that, too— and when does it change? Because if 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 my if my grandmother who's eighty six feels this way, and she's eighty six, okay. But here's the thing: to say that there's, I'm not saying there's been enough change, yes. but to say there's been no change or that us pushing hasn't resulted in something, I think. No, I'm, I'm it's, and, and I'm and we I don't still and, have to continue. To yeah, and I don't forward want to discount though, that because there has know, been some progression. It's a thankless job. Yes. I'm not saying that. And, it, you know, we may not get to see it in our lifetime, but I feel like it doesn't mean that you don't try and set things as right as you can for the next generation and pay it forward. Right. You know, in small ways. Listen, when we come forward, we're going to get into this Byron Allen story about him still trying to buy BET. Does it make sense? Can we see a future with that? We're going to talk about that. We might talk a little bit more about that. Of course, we'll still get into those YouTube comments. Lit, lit, litty. All of that and more on the other side. You were locked in to RSVP with Joe Monroe on KBLA Talk 1580.